Welcome everybody to Disney World A to Z. This is the podcast for all things Walt Disney World from A to Z. We'll take you through the magic alphabetically. My name's Emma. And my name is Josh. Guys, it's Wednesday, which means listener questions. And of course, you can always send us listener questions over on our website, www.a2z.com. We got a submission form there. Or you can join our private Facebook page and ask us questions there. Or on our social media accounts, you can send us a message or a tweet uh, as well. What are what, what are the social media accounts, Emma? I know we do this at the end normally, but let's, let's do it at the beginning. <laughs> people know <laughs> we're disney world a2z and that's the word t two to not the number um yeah on instagram facebook or twitter and we'll always grab your questions from there as well perfect okay okay uh we got some good questions this week uh, like i was saying on monday uh, i feel like uh now that we've got so many people in the facebook group uh a lot of people are like going down to disney world and so they've got questions about their trips coming up so this is a lot of fun so uh what's what's the first question we got yeah so this first question is from becky she says, just booked our fast passes 60 days away. I'm wondering, we're staying at the Yacht Club on our Epcot day. Will we still be able to get in through the World Showcase entrance at park opening, even though the section, that section isn't open till 11 a.m.? Interesting question. What, what, is, what is the answer to this, Emma? The answer is yes. yes. You definitely won't have to worry. Definitely can get through. In fact, I was just looking um, uh, hours of things on our recent trip because we were trying to decide where to go to breakfast one morning and I noticed that uh, the paste patisserie in France and I think also Kringle were open at 9 so what? I think I, I know isn't that crazy I did not I, know because I thought nothing opened until 11 so I think so, maybe some things maybe not everything but maybe a couple things so are open what is it what uh, what, what what stores did you say uh, Kringla Bakery and the Patisserie in France. So both food stores. Got it. Um, okay. And, and of course, oh, Acre Shoes. I know. Th- that'd be a great place for breakfast. Acre Shoes is open for breakfast too. That, um, that makes sense. in Norway. Yeah, that makes so sense. So that obviously you have to be able to get to before 11. Um, but yeah, you're definitely good at that interna- international gateway entrance. Um, you're obviously going to have to walk back through the future world to yeah. get to the rides and stuff. But you'll definitely be able to get in. So 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 Norway is just opened at nine, basically. Like everything there is. I I think really all of it is open. I think you can because I feel like I've seen pictures of people who just wanted to take pictures. Like you can wander through the com- countries right. before eleven. It's not like there's a rope that's going right. to stop you. There's just things um, aren't open. It's yet. just the shops probably won't be open okay. um, unless like maybe a restaurant like the patisserie. Maybe the re- the patisserie yeah. in France will be open at nine. But I mean, I know I've I've tried to get like table service reservations at places, and it's not you can't get them until like noon or or eleven or whatnot. <laughs> yeah, so. I think most of those places are lunch places is acre cheese is probably the only one that does breakfast like nine dragons right. stuff in japan like all the rest of them that i'm thinking of i feel like are more like the stuff in mexico those probably aren't open for yeah. breakfast so that makes sense that all the norway stuff is open they got frozen there and uh kind of move people out of out of, yeah. out of future world and, and into that area to kind of keep the crowds lower Cool. Okay. Good question. Yeah, I, I, that was something uh, that I've wondered about in the past. Uh, like, is it all roped off? But no. Yeah, you can uh, you can go wander around World Showcase if you want to. All good. Uh, normally, there's not like a long line uh, to get in uh, early in the morning, so it, it could be a good alternative. I love that area yeah. back there. It's so nice. I love it too. All right. This is from Martha. She says, "Has anybody taken the coin out of their magic band too and used it as a keychain or some other way that is not a bracelet? How do you like it?" So Emma, I have not tried this yet. Uh, mainly because you have to like unscrew it <laughs> to get it out. Yeah, that's a little bit of an ordeal. <laughs> have you tried this? 
I have. It's it's actually not as hard as it looks because oh, okay. when when you buy, so Disney sells like little keychains and little. Um, uh, I guess mostly it's the keychains um, to put your puck in. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. The, the round the thing puck. in the middle. Um, and when you buy those, it comes with a little screwdriver. So it's not like you have to oh, go okay. hunting out one. Um, so that you just unscrew it. There are two tiny screws. You obviously have to be careful because they're so little. Yeah. Um, although I think that when you buy this, the obviously the, the um, keychain that you buy comes with screws. Um so you don't have to like use the screws from your magic band. So yeah, you just pop it out. Sometimes it does stick a little, so you really have to press. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the little frame comes out, and uh, you take the puck out, and then you just take the frame out on the new keychain, put the puck in, put the frame back in. Sometimes it's hard to get the frame to click back in. Mm. Um, like sometimes it clicks almost all the way, but not all the way. So you just have to screw it in as it is. Um, but otherwise, we've had, we've had really good luck, and I think it is nice. Like my mom doesn't really like to wear the magic bands, mm. so she has like a ton of the keychains that, um, you know, she clips onto her purse or keeps in her pocket. So um, it is nice. Like if you, if you want to have an extra magic band on you, or you don't want to wear the magic band, or sorry, if you want to have an extra key, you know, yeah, puck sure. on you, um, uh, you can, you know hook it on anywhere i haven't tried I've, I've been thinking it'd be fun to like try as a craft to like make it into like a charm bracelet or you know to like make oh, some custom cool puck holder like i guess not a, i think someone in the group said they made it as a necklace I, i'm not sure i'd do an, a, a necklace at home would be fun if you're in the parks it'd be hard to get it, it from tough. yeah yeah um but yeah it'd be fun to get creative and, and think of what you could do well um, yeah i was just thinking like uh, the obviously having it on your wrist is the most convenient in terms of like mobility yeah, and stuff but definitely. if you can make it like a like make it some kind of other bracelet that didn't have the normal band yeah. on it that would be really cool that'd be fun yeah one thing i do like to do is put different colors like i'll put a purple puck in a blue band or like you know a, oh, a yeah. orange puck in a green band so that makes it a little bit more colorful which is fun so if you actually buy a magic band like at at a disney shop or whatever it comes with a screwed screwdriver it should yeah um gosh you know what i've never actually i don't know about a magic band because the magic band probably comes with a puck oh okay i see you're saying that if you buy like a keychain thing that exactly when you buy something that that. doesn't have a puck in it then it comes with the the screws and the screwdriver okay yeah. I've gotten the Minnie Mouse. There's a keychain shaped like Mickey and a keychain shaped like Minnie. And unfortunately, the bow on my Minnie Mouse keychain keeps breaking off. It's so obnoxious. And it broke off. And then I took it into the gift shop and I was like, can I exchange this? And they were really nice. But then like the second one broke off within an hour or two. So go go for the Mickey keychain, not the Minnie <laughs> one. The bow will just break off. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Let's see. So... Next, we have a question from Mike. He says, does anybody have experience in making dinner reservations in the Magic Kingdom during the Halloween or Christmas parties? Um, we were just kind of talking about this on Monday in my trip report. Um, last year, when we went to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, mm-hmm. we did make a reservation at Cinderella's Royal Table, um, which was really fun. We made it for like 8, eight I think it was 8 o'clock-ish. Um, and it was it was really fun. Like, it's fun. We hadn't been back to Cinderella's Royal Table in a really long time. Like, it had been absolute ages um 
And it was fun to be able to take pictures with the princesses in our costumes. But the food, like, I feel like this is the review of Cinderella's Royal Table always. It's like the the setting is spectacular, but the food is really not worth it. Like, it's really a ripoff for the the quality of the food. Um, But we did get to, it was really nice to, like, sit down and have a rest in the middle of the Halloween party. You know, like, not be running around in the heat. Um, And also, uh, we got to see the Halloween party fireworks from inside the castle which was like just a really cool view they were really beautiful um right out the window there so um yeah and so obviously you have to have a ticket to the party if your reservation i mean probably if your reservation was like at 6 30 or right before the party Mm -hmm. you're good you'll just eat and then leave but um if you want to you know if like you want a reservation after seven o'clock you do need party tickets um so yeah, but I mean, it's it's like we were talking about this on Monday too. Like, it's it's an investment, whatever you want to do at a party, because right. like there's so many things. Yeah. So a, a meal, especially a sit down meal, is going to be an investment of time that you can't be doing other things. But it could be worth it. Well, so. here's the here's the question I was just thinking about. So you can make reservations for a restaurant or something in the app, right? Like, uh, uh yeah. So. Does, does the app have a way of checking to make sure that you have a not so scary ticket on your account? I mean, I guess it doesn't. It's just you won't be able to get into the park after seven o'clock, and like they're going to be shooing people out who don't have wristbands. Right. So. I just wonder if people like ahead of time they don't realize that, and so mm. there's a lot. There maybe is more availability oh. than is expected. That's- yeah. But I feel like they would have some sort of way to counter that early on so that, you know, because obviously they lose money if people aren't yeah. showing up to the resident. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, you're know. right. They You'd think that they'd have a thing that says, you know, FYI, you're going to need to have yeah. a... Yeah, I don't know if they have that when you book it, but obviously they need to let you know that some way. Interesting. So. Interesting. Obviously, if you know what's going on, then it's, it's not something that you have to worry yeah. about, but... uh I feel like that could come up as a problem. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it does. Let's see what we got. This is from uh, Rachel. She says, my husband and I are planning a kind of last minute trip to Disney World in December. I'm thinking about doing that too, Rachel. And since <laughs> it's so close, almost all the restaurants are booked. How do we snag reservations last minute? Any advice helps, Rachel. So I would say don't worry about it until like a couple of days before uh, you before you get down there and then just hope for the best because people, you know, once people – if you've made a reservation like a month out, most people aren't going to be changing those reservations until like they get down there. Uh, That's true. And, you know, so a lot of people are taking a trip for the first time. They just – they heard about all the good restaurants. They're, 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 they're booking different things. And then they get down there and they realize, boy, we're not going to be able to do all the stuff we thought we are going to be able to do. And so, you know, it's always good to check around like breakfast or lunchtime. You know, people are sitting down to their meals yeah. and they're like – are we going to be able to actually make it to be our guest today? Maybe not. And so they, they, and because you get penalized, if you don't yeah. cancel a reservation, a lot of times people cancel these reservations. Uh, so I would suggest on the, the day of, or the day before, just keep on checking the app. If there's like, if there's a restaurant that you want really bad, just keep on refreshing. This is the same strategy as with fast pass. Just keep on refreshing. Um, something should eventually become available unless it's just like crazy packed. You know, if you guys are going towards the end of December when it's like, you know, mm. crowd levels of 10 every day, then, you know, good luck. But uh, if you're going in the first half of December, it should be a little bit easier uh, to, to, to find something. What do you think, Emma? 
Yeah, I totally agree. Because of that 24 hour, you have to cancel before 24 hours if you don't want to be charged $10 a person. So I would think that there would definitely be some availability, you know, leading up to that 24 hour Mm -hmm. mark because people won't want to get charged and they'll have changed their plans. Or even on the day of with people saying, oh, you know, (laughs) maybe we should just go tomorrow. You know what I mean? They 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 or they try to modify a reservation. Oh, yeah, you can change it. Yeah. Uh, So that's always that's always something too. So, yeah, it's it's not a lost cause. Don't don't let not your heart be troubled if uh you you <laughs> you look on the app and it says no availability something will open up if you're persistent enough most of the time mm. all right what else we got here all right let's see so this question is from martha she says what do you think about renting a car at disney mm-hmm. we are arriving a day early to visit family in clearwater then getting an off-property hotel for one night is it worth it to keep the car for the length of our stay? It is about $100 difference after factoring lift rides from airport to off-property hotel and then to our Disney hotel. We are staying for a week. Martha. Um, let's... So it'd be a, it'd be what a, do you think, be, Josh? Have you... Uh, that's an interesting question. So so I'm guessing she's saying that it would be $100 cheaper to rent a car than it would be to take lift or... $100 cheaper to take Lyft. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing that the Lyft is cheaper. Yeah, that okay. The, it's $100 to get the car I, because then is it is it worth it for yeah. that extra 100 I mean, once you're on property, you don't really need a car. Uh, I don't know. It does give you more freedom. Yeah. We usually have a car when we're on property. Yeah. Um, so especially because we often are going off property to my brother's house, you know, that's like, true. That's we, a good point. We can't just rely on the in, in, in and if you're going to have it already, it, it is nice in some ways to like to be able to be like, oh, we're just going to go to Disney Springs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to wait for the bus. You don't you know, right. you can be reliant on your own, <clears throat> excuse me, transportation. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Although Lyft obviously does that same thing. My family has such, like, we'll, we we won't do Lyft, like, or Uber. Like, my dad is, is very prejudiced against them. and says <laughs> that they're not insured and that if you got injured, Ooh. like, you'd be out of luck because Lyft isn't insured. And I don't know. I, yeah, so we wouldn't do that. We would just rent the car. He doesn't want but to if you've done Lyft and have had good luck with Lyft, it is pretty cheap, I think. Yeah. And you also have the minivans. They're tw- they're $20 to get you from one spot on campus to on campus on property um to another. So, I, yeah. Yeah, I think if I was going to do one or the other, I think I would probably uh <laughs> I would probably rent a car. I'd probably go with the same sort of idea as what your dad is saying where it's like, you know, I I would always rather be in charge of where yeah. I'm driving. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like, but I guess once I'm on property, I'm very much just like, okay, great. I'm paying for Disney yeah, to drive the me around. And the monorails uh, and uh, unless I'm like down there with, with my wife. But in that case, we've normally just driven down anyway. So we've got a car, but, mm-hmm. th- but that way it's easy if we want to go to the grocery store or something like that and get some food. That's the only reason that I can think that you, that, that I would ever, really want a car there is if I wanted to go get groceries. But even then, like you can get like grocery services that'll come bring you groceries and all of that. But I, I, yeah. I get that when you have a whole family there, sometimes it's it makes it more convenient if you have a car um to to yeah. kind of get around for sure. And I guess it's kind of your personality too. Like is is having the car and not having to wait for the bus gonna be like a really big, you know, uh is that going to be a really good thing? Like, is that going to be a really relaxing thing to say? Yeah. You know, and especially with Magical Express, you have to leave for the airport so early. Yeah. Like, I mean, you still should leave kind of early, but like, 
having a rental car can give you an extra hour or two at the parks or at your resort just because Magical Express requires you. That's to a really seven. good point. Not to mention too that you with, with Magical Express, which which is a great service, like a oh yeah, not knocking at all at all, but um. Y- I I always were I always feel like I need to even get to like be waiting for the bus a little bit early just so I'm there. Yes, so, definitely. So you know, like the last uh, the last like three or four hours of your trip are just all right. <laughs> here we are, and you're just kind of waiting around and and that sort of thing. That's the kind of the only thing about it. It is nice that, that you get to sit in a nice big you know tour style bus. Yeah. And do all that. It's kind of like a nice little cap on at the end of your trip. Uh, but yeah, that is that that is true. If you just had rented a car. You could just get to the airport like an hour early or whatever, but I guess MCO uh, TSA is a little bit uh, takes a little bit longer yeah. than other airports. So, yeah, I remember last time I I uh, or maybe not the last time, second to last time. Anyways, I forgot to take my laptop out of my bag, and that was a whole big stupid oh, thing. Shoot. They were like, "Oh, you need to you need to wait here." Okay, <laughs> and I had to wait there for a long time till somebody could come over and check my bag and be like, "Get a laptop uh, in here." Uh, yeah. You're supposed to take it out. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Don't shoot. Yeah, we're often flying in from Sanford. Um, oh, okay. Uh, so we have to rent a car from there. Oh, um, gotcha. It's nice though. So Sanford is a smaller airport. So like, I feel like the security lines, like everything, is yeah. just a little bit more relaxed yeah. than it is at at MCO, where everything is really busy. Yeah, I've not been to the Sanford airport. That's interesting that they have so two airports so close to each other. Yeah. There in Orlando, it's kind of interesting. I wonder mm-hmm. why that is. Maybe Sanford like existed first, and then they were like, "We need a big yeah. airport or something." <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Sanford has been, or no, it's MCO. Which one has been expanding recently? Which one has the new terminal? When we, I think it's MCO because um, Athos flew out from MCO, so we had to drop him off there. Oh, okay. and it was cool. They have like a big giant. I think it's maybe an international terminal that they just built. Okay, yeah, so, it's. it's yeah. I mean, MCO is a pretty nice airport. They got like the they got the hotel inside of the airport, which I've right. I've never seen that before. Maybe that's just uh, me showing my naivete. Or something, but uh, I didn't know that they put hotels in airports. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and they, I like. It's a fun place to arrive for Disney because they have the big Disney stores and exactly. like the the airport and all the photo ops. So yeah, I like it. I think it's fun. It would be cool to fly into Sanford sometime just to see uh, kind of what yeah. it looks like and stuff like that. At too. Sanford, you have a gator you can take your picture with instead of the airport. There you so. go. <laughs> Very good. Well, cool. Well, there you go. Some uh, good questions for this episode. Like I said, uh, if you uh, have questions for the show, uh, you can go to our website, wdwa2z.com, uh, or you can join our private Facebook page. Uh, in, in all honesty, we get most of our questions from the private Facebook page. There's so much conversation that goes on there, so many great questions uh, that, uh, yeah, if you want to if you want to ask questions for the show, uh, that's a great place to do it. And then uh, one more time, Emma, what, what are the social <laughs> media accounts? Yeah, so if you head over to Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and so we do have a Facebook page as well as a Facebook yes, group. Yes, yes. Totally Give it a like, give it a follow. Um, it's Disney World A to Z. Also, if you haven't, if you want to give us a review on iTunes or I guess, cause Google, can you give reviews on Google Play? Maybe. You know what, If Emma, you want to leave us a review. I have no idea about that. That's a good question. 
We've gotten some reviews on Facebook too, but that always is great. Um, it's it's lovely to see all of your kind comments. So if you haven't yet and you have time, we love it if you could do that. We've got a really fun community of people that listen to this show now. So it's been really Definitely. cool to watch that uh, kind of grow over this year. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing it grow further in the next year. Lots of great, like just really nice people. Uh, you know, you know, uh, some, sometimes you get kind of, uh, you know, uh, me, like people that are get upset very easily about things that Disney is doing. Uh, in these Facebook groups, uh, but everybody on our page has been very nice and yeah. cordial, and uh, so it's, very it's mellow, good. Yes, yeah. very nice and chill. I we we like that a lot because that's kind of our personalities too. So uh, just like, oh, Disney, we love it. It's great. <laughs> you know, it's not perfect, but it's great. Yeah. So uh, very good. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk at you on Monday, and uh, until then, take care. Bye. Have a magical day.